What's going on in the Metro Atlanta residential real estate market for the last seven days? Can a lender contribute toward your closing cost on a purchase? We've got this and a lot more on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. The answer. We are very excited to be back. I will tell you, uh, we missed doing a live show last Saturday uh, simply because I was diagnosed COVID positive. Uh, not last Thursday, but the Thursday before. Uh, a couple of my daughters had been feeling sick, and uh, they were getting ready to head back off to college. And so we knew we needed to get some testing done. Long story short, they both tested positive. Uh, and then two days later, their dad tested positive. Uh, for those out there who do not know anybody who has had COVID, um, I will tell you my symptoms were on the very, very mild end of the spectrum. Um, I was... Uh, had a little bit of kind of indigestion feeling for the first couple of days. Uh, I was not very sick at all. Um, after a couple of days, I started getting a little bit. I had a little bit of fever. I had a little bit of a headache. I had a little bit of a uh, sore throat, a little bit of congestion. Uh, starting about four days into it, I really, really started getting fatigued, and I was just terribly fatigued for a couple of days. I lost my sense of taste. I lost my sense of smell. Uh, it was very interesting. I was nervous as to whether or not those two things were going to come back. And so the sense of taste came back within about a day. Uh, the sense of smell probably took two or three days for it to come back. And on the third day, when I could tell my sense of smell was starting to come back, uh, I uh, was walking by my daughter's bathroom upstairs. And every time I would go in and I would get her perfume and I would take a big whiff. Uh, and over time, I would feel that sense of smell coming back. Now, it has been about uh, 11 or 12 days since I was first uh, tested, uh, diagnosed positive for covid and uh, still have a good bit of fatigue, but that's pretty much it. A little bit of dry mouth. Um, I can't do too much activities. If I go up and down stairs a few times, I get winded. Um, I was helping uh, my daughter move some stuff around in preparation for her to go off to college. And by the way, both of my daughters are now have tested so they can go back off to college, both the University of Tennessee. And so our family is moving in the right direction. So if you're interested, uh, there certainly are people out there who have COVID-19 who do not have a very bad time of it, who have a very mild um, symptoms, which is what I consider I had. Um, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, uh, The Answer. Uh, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to real estate experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typically that accompanies one of life's biggest investments. We'd love to interact with you. Go to gogaddis.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. If you're on your desktop, you'll look up in the upper right-hand corner and it'll say Go Gaddis Radio. If you're on your mobile device, you'll see the little three parallel lines. Just click on those. Uh, click on that, and you'll be able to see Go Gaddis Radio. Uh, when you go to our radio website, you can ask questions, you can make comments, you can push back, share ideas, uh, visit with us today, whatever you want to do. And while you're there, we'd love to invite you to subscribe to our podcast, uh, gogaddis.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. Let's jump right on into what's happened in the Metro Atlanta real estate market over the last week. This is just for the last seven days now, if you're listening. There was 2,092 new listings that came on the market. 2,092 new listings that came on the market in the last seven days, almost 300 a day. There were 1,358 listings that decreased their price during the week. 
So that is almost 200 per day. And in my opinion, those are homeowners who are trying to sell their home who are signaling to the market that we might be a little more interested or a little more motivated to get our home sold than some of the other homeowners out there. Almost 2,986 homes went under contract in the last week, and 2,274 homes closed. That's over 300 per day, uh, every day, seven days for the last week, 2,274 closings for the week. So the truth is, is that the market is very active. And if you're out there and you're thinking, well, maybe it's time to sell my house, but I'm a little bit nervous of the potential of losing my job or making the timing work or... Um, maybe selling and getting a good price in today's market. I think you owe it to yourself to have a conversation with your real estate professional or even by chance with me. Uh, in order to reach out to us, just go to gogaddis.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. Look in the right-hand corner. Uh, click on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. If you're on your mobile device, it'll be those little three little parallel lines. Just look till you find those, click those, and you'll see Go Gaddis Radio. I've got a question from a listener. This is Jim in Brookhaven. Uh, Jim in Brookhaven says, we're competing against another buyer for a home, and the seller doesn't want to help with any closing costs. I assume that Jim sounds like he is in the process of purchasing with someone else, so Jim and his significant other. Uh, they probably need the seller to contribute toward closing costs, which is fairly common in today's market. But the seller does not want to do that. And so he's asking, is there a way the lender can help with these closing costs? Man, I just can't even imagine uh, what Jim and his uh, significant other feel like because it could be that they are willing to pay the right price for the property. But it could be the fact that they need a certain amount of closing cost and they're afraid that that is going to get them left out in the cold. And Jim, and again, this is Jim in Brookhaven, the nice thing is, is that, yes, a lender can contribute toward some of your closing costs. Now, when it comes to getting a loan, there are two things that you need to worry about. And number one is the amount of upfront cost you have involved to get the loan. Those would be including your closing costs. And number two is the interest rate. What is today's interest rate? We've seen people locking over the last few days it's somewhere in the 2 2.75, 2.675, 2.75, 2.875%, 30-year fixed. So that's right, 30-year fixed rates under 3%, which is really amazing when you think about it. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920, The Answer. My name is Cleve Gaddis. I'm the host of this show. I'm also a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords all throughout Metro Atlanta, make the best decisions whenever possible. And we're answering a listener question for Jim and his significant other in Brookhaven. Uh, they are competing against another buyer for a home, and the seller doesn't want to pay any closing costs. And they want to know if there's any way the lender can help with their closing cost. And the answer is yes. So we started talking about the two things that you need to worry about if you're in Jim's shoes. And by the way, I'm sure that Jim and his significant other are not the two, only two people in Metro Atlanta who are worried about this exact situation right now. My guess is we've got some other people listening who have the same exact problem. So there's two things that you need to be concerned with when you're getting a mortgage. Number one, what are the upfront costs? Those would be your closing costs, your prepaids, things like that. How much is it going to cost you? And number two, what is your interest rate? 
And so generally, the lower you pay an interest rate, generally the higher your upfront costs are, meaning if you pay the lowest rate possible, you might even pay a loan origination fee or a discount point or something like that in order to get the best rates. So if a lender wants to be able to have the ability to help contribute, the lender needs to want, the lender wants to be able to contribute towards your closing cost, then what the lender needs to do is the lender needs to raise the interest rate so that they can sell the mortgage after they loan the money to you so they can sell it off into the secondary market at a premium so they have the money to help you with your closing cost. Now, a couple of things that I want to mention here to Jim uh, and his significant other in Brookhaven, and for those of you who've just joined us, we're answering a question. They're competing with another buyer for a home. The seller does not want to contribute toward closing costs, so Jim is asking, can the lender pay some of the closing costs? And the answer is yes. Now, Jim, you need to be careful because when interest rates are low, in order to get the lender to be able to have some additional funds left over, uh, to be able to contribute towards your closing costs, sometimes they have to charge a significant interest rate premium. So let's just say, for example, they could give you five or $6,000 worth of closing costs, but instead of having a 2.75% interest rate, maybe it would be a three or a three and a quarter percent interest rate. You have to figure out how much that additional interest rate premium is going to cost you over time to figure out whether or not it is worth it to you to have the lender pay some of your closing costs. They are called lender paid closing cost. Most every lender that you would talk to out there would have a good understanding of how these types of things would be structured. And the answer should almost always be yes. I would assume there are some circumstances, maybe a credit score issue or something like that, where a lender might not be able to contribute towards your closing costs. But in most cases, lenders can contribute toward closing costs. Let me mention one other thing, though, Jim. And if you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. And we are excited. This is our second show we've done uh, on AM 920, and we're so happy to have this uh, as our home. But one of the things I wanted to mention, Jim, is you can always offer to inflate the price of the home and have the seller contribute toward closing costs. So let's just say the home is $300,000, and you want the seller to contribute $9,000 towards your closing cost. Well, you could offer to pay the seller three oh nine if you thought the home would appraise and then ask the seller to contribute back the $9,000 because that, in essence, is you financing your own closing cost. I am not a big proponent of financing closing costs and, and doing things that, that increase the cost of your mortgage every single month over the next 360 months. You know, I believe that you should pay your own closing cost if you possibly can. I believe that you should... Uh, get the lowest interest rate you possibly can so that you can save as much money over time as possible. But having said that, Jim, sometimes uh, that is just not the way reality works. And so, Jim, I think you should be able to either get the lender to contribute towards your closing cost, tell the lender the exact amount of closing cost you need, and ask them how much the interest rate premium will be uh, to be able to do that. And then as another option, maybe you could pay a higher price to the seller, ask the seller to pay the additional sales price that you're paying them over and above the uh, list price, if you will, or whatever the market value of the property is. So if you need $9,000 and you were willing to pay $300, maybe you pay $309, the seller pays you $9 back. Uh, it certainly would change your cash required for closing over time. It would change your monthly payment over time. So make sure you know all of those numbers so you can make the best decision possible. I know that Jim and his significant other are certainly scared, scared to lose a home. 
because they can't get the closing costs. But I will tell you that we have buyers quite often uh, who either get a lender to pay toward their closing cost or who pay a little bit higher price and have the seller contribute it back to their closing cost. And uh, then they're really, really confident in their options. And in most cases, uh, we're able to move forward and close on that purchase. Hey, we're having a contest for those of you who are listening. And if you want to register, it's real easy. It's for a $50 Amazon gift card. You heard me right. That is a $50 Amazon gift card. Just go to gogaddis.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. Upper right-hand corner, you'll click on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. If you're on your mobile device, just click on the three parallel lines. You can go to our radio station website. Then when you get to the radio show website, just scroll to the bottom, and you'll have the opportunity to enter or register for a contest. And all you got to do is put your name, your phone number, your email address in there, and you will be registered to win one $50 Amazon gift card. We will actually draw it. Uh, sometime within a day or two of this show, and we will get the card out to the winner uh, right away. If you are interested in selling your home, we believe we can sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor. You're probably listening going, what? $28,000 more than my neighbor? Yes. We think we can sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor. We will do it using a couple of things. Number one, we will provide for you a customized maximum value plan. Only place in Atlanta you can get one is right here from Gaddis Group at Remax Center and the Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio Show here on AM920. The answer, we also will help you understand what you need to do to reposition your property. So it could be that your property condition is uh, on a B level, on a scale of ABC, and if we can get it to a B plus or an A minus, maybe we can do that for four or five thousand dollars, and you can sell your home for twenty or thirty thousand dollars more. So we can help you sell your house for twenty-eight thousand dollars more than your neighbor by providing you with a customized maximum value plan designed to show you the maximum value you can eke out of your property, and then helping you with our rehab and refresh program or a property repositioning program where we take your property from being positioned as a B in the market and we turn it into a B plus or an A minus and we unlock that additional value that you might not be able to unlock on your own. Also, the expenses that are incurred to change the condition of the property, we have the ability to loan you the money to change the condition of your property and to be able to collect that money back from you at closing. So if you want to sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor, Go to gogaddis.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. Click on GoGaddis Real Estate Radio. Find the sell for $28,000 more button and put in a little information. We'll reach out to you. There is no cost. There is no obligation. And we are in the process of working with a couple of people right now who called as a result of our offer to sell their house for $28,000 more. And in one particular case, the listing had expired and they had basically no interest in the home. I think we've had... Uh, 14 or 16 showings in the first two weeks of listing, and we've got two offers right now on the same property. And this was a property that had not sold uh, during its prior listing period when it was listed with a, another agent. If you have questions or comments or want to push back or share ideas or anything or just want to visit, we love to answer questions for listeners. The, 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 the easier questions are fine. The harder questions are fine. We just want to interact with you and answer questions uh, we don't want anybody to uh, 
basically learn things after they have to make decisions in a real estate transaction that they should have learned before. And that is the thrust of this entire real estate radio show. I've got a question now from Leanne and Buford. We're shopping around for our homeowner's insurance coverage and want to choose the right policy. Do you have any tips? I am not a homeowner's insurance agent, so I'm not the best one to get tips from, but I will tell you this. Get three different quotes and have each one of those insurance agents quote you what they think you need to have in terms of coverage and then sit down and review the specific coverage with each one of those insurance agents. I'll give you a quick story. Had an investor a long time ago. There were three properties that we owned together, all three in a row. And one of the properties was insured through a different company than the other two properties. And long story short, that was a property that had a fire on the third floor of the property. And it really destroyed most of the property because when they came to put the fire out, you know, you basically get everything else soaking wet and you basically ruin everything on the two floors below that top floor. And it turns out that that home did not have the type of insurance that would replace everything and bring it up to current building code. So these properties were built in 1911, and which means when the insurance company rebuilt the property, they rebuilt it to 1911 standards. And so uh, that turned out to be about a $160,000 mistake for that particular investor. And so I will tell you, if you're getting homeowner's insurance, first of all, it's no joke. Be very serious about it and get quotes from three different companies and have each one of those companies have them quote you what they think you should have on your policy and then have them review everything. So, you know, do you need jewelry coverage? Do you need uh, replacement coverage, code replacement coverage? Uh, if you're a landlord, do you need landlord coverage? You know, what are all the different types of coverage that you might need? So don't be worried about getting the correct coverage from your homeowner's insurance company. Make sure you, you create a feeling of being sure and get three different quotes, have them outline exactly what they're quoting for you, explain to you what all the coverages are, and then you'll be able to compare those three and you'll be able to make the best decisions you possibly can. If you like what you're hearing, we invite you to go to gogaddis.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. Click on Gogaddis Real Estate Radio in the upper right-hand corner. If you're on your mobile device, just click the three parallel lines. You'll be able to find the Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio Show. And um, go and subscribe. We, you can subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, on SoundCloud. And we invite you to sign up for our podcast so you'll never miss not even a single segment of the Go Gaddis Real Estate Show. Also, if you're looking to register for our $50 Amazon gift card, don't forget we're giving away one $50 Amazon gift card at the end of today's show. Just go to gogaddis.com, G O. G-A-D-D-I-S dot com. And if you're on a desktop in the upper right-hand corner, click on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. If you're on your mobile, just look for the three parallel lines. Click that button and go and register. Scroll down to the bottom of the page once you get to the real estate website, or excuse me, the radio show's website, and you can register. And I wish you luck. I, want er I wish everybody out there could win a $50 gift card. We've only got one that we're going to give away at the end of today's show, but I invite you to go and register for sure. Also, if you want to sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor, go to gogaddis.com, gogaddis.com. Click on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio and register 
for learning to sell your home for $28,000 more. We will use two different things to help you sell your home for more. Number one, uh, we will give you free what is really a $900 value, a customized maximum value plan uh, where we show you exactly what you need to do to get every dollar you can out of your house so we determine that maximum dollar. And then we have a property repositioning program that comes with up to $15,000 in budget to help change your property from being maybe a C to a B or a B to an A so that you can unlock additional value in your home. We've got a gentleman down in Stockbridge right now, and we're in the process of doing this for his home. I believe the total expenses on his home will be about $6,200. I will tell you the sales price will probably change somewhere in the neighborhood of fifteen dollars to $20,000. You heard that. $6,200 invested that doesn't cost him anything that he can pay back at closing. And ultimately, we think it will change the sales price of his house somewhere to the tune of fifteen dollars to $20,000. We've got a question from Stephanie in Dunwoody who is disgusted with her real estate agent because he, she says the real estate agent is requiring her to sign an exclusive buyer brokerage agreement. So she's very, very upset. So what should Stephanie do? Well, the reality is, Stephanie, you don't have to sign a buyer brokerage agreement. A real estate agent will probably tell you that if you have any brokerage agreements in the state of Georgia, that they must be in writing. And that is true. If you have a real estate brokerage agreement, it is supposed to be in writing. Um, the typical exclusive buyer broker agreement in the state of Georgia that is written by the Georgia Association of Realtors does not give the buyer client or the broker the right to terminate the agreement early. And that bothers me because what if you sign up and start working with a buyer broker and they're not doing a good job representing you or they're not taking care of your interest, uh, they're putting their interests first or, or they're never around, never to be found, can't show you properties. So my suggestion, Stephanie, is there's no reason that you shouldn't be willing to sign an exclusive buyer brokerage agreement if your broker requires that. I think what you need to do is you need to make sure that you have something in place so that if you turn out not to be satisfied with the representation that buyer's agent is giving you, that you have the ability to terminate the agreement. Now, I'm sure that your buyer's agent is not going to want you terminating an exclusive buyer brokerage agreement after you go under contract before you close. And that makes sense. I just think if you have the right to terminate it at any time prior to, going under, prior to going under contract on your new home, your home purchase, then I think you should be protected, and I also think your buyer's agent should be protected as well. For those who just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer, and we're answering a listener question for Stephanie in Dunwoody. Stephanie is disgusted because her real estate agent wants her to sign an exclusive buyer brokerage agreement, and uh, sounds like Stephanie does not want to do that. Where we're recommending the best way for Stephanie to be happy and feel like she's got a balanced relationship with her real estate agent is to ask the real estate agent to put some termination language in the exclusive buyer brokerage agreement. So it might say something like along the lines, the buyer and the broker both have the right to terminate the agreement prior to going under contract on the purchase for the buyer's new home. And that should very well solve the problem. 
So if you're Stephanie, serious about moving forward, you probably do need to have an exclusive buyer brokerage agreement with somebody. You just don't want it to be one-sided and something that you're not able to get out of for any reason whatsoever. You're listening to Go Gaddis Radio, where we help listeners from re- go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total conf- confidence and without all the worry, typically, uh, that accompanies one of life's biggest investments. We don't want you to learn anything at closing that you should have learned before. During our next segment, and we want you to stay around, stick around because we are coming back, what should you be aware of when purchasing a pre-sale new construction home? What should you do if your home or when your home tests high for radon? Because believe it or not, a few of our counties in Metro Atlanta are some, have some of the highest instances of radon throughout the United States. We're featuring Stonebriar at Sugarloaf in our neighborhood spotlight. And what should you do if you're looking to buy a home and you're worried that you won't be able to make the timing work out for you? We're going to answer those questions and a lot more. Plus, if you want to register for the $50 Amazon gift card, again, if you want to win a $50 Amazon gift card, we're going to give away one at the end of the show today. Here's how you do it. You go to gogaddis.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. If you're on your desktop, upper right-hand corner, click on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. If you're on your mobile device, click on the three parallel lines. You'll go to the radio show's homepage, scroll to the bottom, and you'll have the opportunity to register. Stick with us. We'll be back. 